can spit at you from here. What are you doing with your face? That's free speech. Nerd, you're wrong. Oh! That is some bad philosophy. Come on. Bad Philosophy, Weekly Why Number 2, recorded on the evening of October 30th, 2008, Raiderville Diaries, Part 2. Hello everyone, welcome and one, two, Bad Philosophy, Weekly Why Number 2. We're same back week, here. Though. Yeah, same week though. Uh, we're back here for Raiderville Diaries. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it is, it is now the night of... October 30th. <laughs> um, we're, we're here in Raiderville, and the population has easily doubled since our last episode, wouldn't you say, Matt? <laughs> I, I, it appears that way. Yeah. And there's definitely over 1,500 people here. Easily. Um, on some, somewhere over 700 tents. Oh, yeah, okay. So <laughs> the, the people that we have with us today in this huge population are me, of course, Stephen Torrance, Matt Legler. Hello. Lexi Ellis for the first time. Woo! And you know him, you love him, Kevin Saunders. Yeah, you do. Yeah. It's a love-hate relationship. No, I think they pretty much just love him. I am a freaking genius. Except for that, <laughs> that one article. Him. You don't? <laughs> how could you not, how could love, you not him? love me? That's very unfortunate. Well, uh, <laughs> just go with it. Just Anyways, with it. Uh, so <laughs> the, uh, the rowdiness has, has reached a new level here, and it's only 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now we I saw guys playing rock band over there. Yes. Oh, there's like 50-inch flat-screen plasmas out here. It's nice. Who has this much money? I'm Seriously. sorry. We're poor college students. How are they affording some, this? Some guys leave their trucks running, like, the entire night. I can't wow. afford that much gas. Now, we have music coming from both sides of the stadium now. And we've got, a, we've got a, a Raider power yell being uh, yelled yes. right over that, there. That happens a lot here at Raiderville. Uh, one, one side of this huge community will start yelling one of the chants, and uh, the other side will yell it back. And Raider! Often this happens at 3 o'clock in the morning, so, uh, yeah, good luck sleeping out here, really. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty much a 24-hour party. So, of the four of us, who else is camping tonight? I'm camping tonight. I, I will not be. I've, I've spent my hours elsewhere. <laughs> but I have my, I. my orange wristband. Um, funny story, <laughs> last night they were giving out wristbands around midnight to uh, signify your points in line and uh, make sure nobody cut come okay. game day. Um and they decided to give me and Jediah, another friend of ours, uh, orange wristbands, which basically allows us to be in with the people who arrived here on Monday. The orange wristbands were the wristbands for the people that arrived on the first day that we were allowed to camp out. Yes. Um, also, Jediah is our number one fan. Just put that out there. Yeah. And uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll have him on here on, on the show soon enough. So um, sad that he got murdered tonight. Yeah, he that did is get He got better, though. Yes, yes, thank God. I really um, appreciated the tweet because... Uh, <laughs> I was really worried that our buddy, uh, you know, Linux, I say Linux because that's his uh, Twitter handle in case you were wondering. Um, He was murdered tonight and I was really worried about him. And then I saw Kevin's tweet and said that he got better. So that just made the night better. And now I'm able to come out here and have an amazing camp out. Yeah. So, so Lexi, I have to ask uh, your first impressions of Raiderville. What do you think? It's intense. I never thought that the tents would be, like, so close together, you know? I thought there would be at least a little space. No, all these tents are, like, on top of each other, and people are just, like, so tight. You just go up to people and start talking to them, and they're so open and so willing to accept <laughs> well, you. That might be that. the alcohol, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah, speaking of alcohol, I find it amusing. I, this, I've been here at Texas Tech my fourth year here as a senior. Fourth year, not as a senior. Not my fourth year as a senior. It's my fourth year, and I'm a senior. Um, it's an important distinction. Um, I am surprised at the large amounts of alcohol that I've, I've seen out here. I shouldn't be, but I'm not a Texas Tech 
like Red Raider person. Like I don't go out to games. I don't do tailgating. And so the the large amount of alcohol. Like if if someone say anyone in this tent other than myself wanted to go out and get alcohol underage. They could easily and do it, and that is shocking to me. Here's yes. the other half of that. Know that. The cops are driving by continually, and they don't care. Well, yes. I realize I that it's, it's not a solvable problem, and, it, it and really personally, would be impossible to enforce. I think. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah. But I'm I'm in favor of lowering the drinking age anyway. But it's just it's astounding to me that this goes on, and and not an eyebrow is raised. I mean, people complain about our fight song, but the fact that we've got a, you know, 1,100 potentially drunken students out here potentially. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You're not. We've got four that aren't, so we have to we have to say potentially. Uh, the the issue of uh, of the fight song. What he brings up. If if any of y'all are unfamiliar with the uh, the issue, um, the Texas Tech fight song has a way of uh, of morphing itself into uh, <laughs> into, into an obscene version um, that ESPN gets mad about. Aaron. Yes, um, in, in full in full earshot of the microphones. Um, people will yell uh, multiple obscenities in place of the actual words of the fight song during the game. Um, this has been an issue before. Uh, the, the university has tried to combat it unsuccessfully. Um, but yeah, on this, in the grand scheme of things, I, I guess it kind of pales in comparison to having a, a bunch of drunken <laughs> college students that are out here. Hey, um, this is why it's Texas. What else are you going to do but get drunk? Well, you can play rock band, like, like Kevin said. Yeah, but you can also play true. rock band drunk, exactly. which I've heard is exciting. Definitely. That just that just doesn't seem like it would work too well. Well, I don't know. I've, I've never tried to play rock band drunk. Yeah. But that, it seems... It, I just want to say that the community has, has developed even more since yesterday. Um, Mike Leach came out here this afternoon and gave a speech to everyone, gave out free food. Um, I'm not exactly sure what he said because I wasn't here. <laughs> but He said something along... Uh, Longhorns are good. We're gonna have to play good to uh, play them and play good. That's that's a pretty good guess, actually. I imagine, <laughs> and he probably said it with a bit of a drawl. Uh, so most of the analysts have been saying is that they need to play well to win. Usually, probably by scoring more points. Yes, than gen- the other team. Generally, I'm not familiar with this sport of foosball, as you as some call it. Um, so I'm not exactly sure what's supposed to what? happen. What would you call uh, it besides foosball? Uh, generally, football um, or American football, if you want to get really technical. Oh. Okay, I do. Okay. I do. Oh, gentlemen. <laughs> um, but do you, do you think uh, do you think the drinking is really a problem, though? I mean, I have to say, if people are doing their drinking now, yeah, that's a good thing. So that means they'll get the drinking out of the way, and then they go into the game sober, right? No, that means they have a, hang- <laughs> that means they have a hangover. They're barfing on you during the game. Well, hey, most most of the people here are going to. Go way up to the front of the stadium. So if if we sit towards the back, all the barf will go onto the cheerleaders. Yeah, I was actually talking to the co-mayor. This the not not the mayor. There is the mayor. Then there's two sub mayors who are co-mayors. Vice mayor. I was talking to one of the the co-vice mayors, and he told me his name is Ryan. He said that uh, if I wanted to paint up, because he knew that I had friends that painted up at the front. Mm -hmm. He was like, hey, if you want to paint up at the front, come talk to me. I'll get you the orange band. So oh, there's man. there's a lot of like sneakiness going on here, and like everyone knows the mayor's in charge, everyone respects them, you know. And at the same time, it's like there's a lot of favors going. There's on. a lot of favors going on. That's politics, my friends. It's, the, it's like pork barrel spending, <laughs> except with wristbands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, that's and see that that's going to happen in this town. I mean, really, as as structured as it is, there is a lot of that underhandedness going on, and I, I kind of wonder if, if maybe this is what it was like to live in the Wild West. You know, you <laughs> you had a mayor, you had a sheriff, but 
you know, you well, can kind we of do bend, have a sheriff here. Well, you can kind of bend the rules cops. around. So we have a county sheriff here, or no, like a sheriff like of Raiderville. The, the, a sheriff of Raiderville, right? So we we really are. Do you think we are like a wild west town? Or? There's certainly some aspects of that. Um, there's probably a little less prostitution going on, here, but that <laughs> well, may be the only difference. Less. Maybe not. <laughs> less, you not just gone. Don't know they, they, all in the time. Yeah, well, I'm saying they're all drunks, which probably a lot, a lot of it is uh, is not paid for. Well, that's, that's true. The if difference. you want to get technical about it. If the tents are rocking, don't come a-knocking. <laughs> it um, is quite windy in Lubbock, though, so it's hard to gauge. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't risk it. I mean, I we know. have our outlaws, too. I mean, people have been... Uh, Someone just hit our tent. No, I don't think so. Someone hit our tent. Pe- people have uh, broken the rules here, and, and there are rules, but... Uh, what rules are there? For, for the Well, for the most part, it, it's rules about where you can pitch tents. Yeah. Um, like, like the mayor would come by with the sheriff and stuff, and like if someone was putting in a tent somewhere and it was making people awkward, feel awkward or uncomfortable, he, the mayor would be like, hey, did you ask me for a tent there? And if they hadn't talked to him and he knew that, he would make them move to another place. Oh. Yeah. And so, like... But it was, it's also one of those things of, like, he's been camping here for the last four years for games and stuff. And so, like, everyone just knows that he is the mayor, and everyone really respects him. And, like, See, no, one's, no, a- no one's willing to, like, step out of line because they know that if they do, everyone's here is going to get mad at them because they're going outside the socially it's, accepted it's inter- that's, that's an interesting idea because, I mean, we are living in a, in a potentially, or we are living in, we are near, that is to say, Raiderville is, a potentially lawless society. We've got the outside laws of, of the police force, but as we determined earlier, they don't really apply here. Apply in any sense, in any sense of the word, because you know, if if Matt, for example, wanted to go get hammered, no one would stop him. Exactly. Um, he could walk up to he could walk up to any of the tents here and say, "Hey, can I have a beer?" And I'm sure, in the spirit of Texas Tech, they would say, "Sure, grab a beer, have a, sit down, have some fun." So we are living in a potentially lawless society, which is very interesting to me well, as we, a borderline anarcho-capitalist. It, it seems that we do have laws. I mean, the laws have been established by the community. Um, people are, are just sort of following the laws that work, uh, for the most part. And, and those yeah. that don't are punished by the their by the society. By it's, the society. It's not necessarily a lawless society. It's a society with no written laws. Nothing, right. nothing, is, nothing has been set in stone. There hasn't been a government body deciding this fact. It's all been societally based. Right. We have this mayor who, who does have, have some authority, but that his authority is given to him not through a voting process, but through experience, wisdom, and because people want to give it to him. Yes, and I, I kind of wonder how he originally got the position in the first place. Was it passed down to him from the previous mayor, or was he just kind of the first guy in the I don't. I, I think it's one of these things where... Um, Raiderville has exploded in the past five years. It, the number of people camping out was nowhere near this when I started here. Uh, people camped, but they didn't get past probably the edge of this parking lot over here. Uh, and where, whereas now we're wrapping around Jones Stadium. And we're not even to game day yeah, yet. Yeah, the, the tents go way down around the other side of the stadium. That's my yeah. point. It's something that's exploded, and because he's been doing this for a long time, because he's been here so for people, five years well, now. Well, people assume that he has authority by that, but I have to say, so far, I've seen some things that could have been done better. I've seen a lot of a lot of procedures that could have been done better, um, and, and, and so. You know, could we not maybe have a new election of Raiderville and ha- have sort of a you know a two day campaign of? <laughs> well, he's been here for five years, so theoretically he will be gone soon, and a new Raiderville mayor will come up. Well, for, now, the problem of, of nepotism, in a sense, political nepotism, not like family nepotism, like where you put your family members. I don't know a better word for it. Right. Where where the co mayors who've been here for a while are, are the chiefs assistants of the mayor at the moment, and they will therefore. Um, Take on that mantle, and it becomes almost a monarchy in that risk, in that sense. Yeah, it does feel sort of like a monarchy because we've got uh, we've got this co-mayor. I think king might be a better definition. We, a- we've got this co-mayor that that uh, 
that has been training underneath the current there, and he's he seems to be taking charge a little bit more. I, I have to say, around midnight when these wristbands were going out, the real mare was inebriated and um, making passes at pretty much every girl that came by. Um, <laughs> Did he hit on you, Stephen? You can tell me. It's okay. No, he didn't. Okay. Uh, thank God. But, <laughs> you know, in that kind of a situation, he, he had his his henchmen, I guess, or his, his associates take charge, and, and they really did a better job, I think, than, than he did. Now, I, I mean, I have, I've always seen this as anecdotal, of course, but it just, it seems to me that this could have been done way better. Had it been perhaps a little bit more organized, maybe by an official body of Texas Tech. I don't really know that I want an official body taking it over, though. You'd, you'd rather have this sort of... Uh, well, it's one of those things system? that I... Well, yes. But um, <laughs> beyond that, I think it's one of these things where well, if, if, say, the university takes over or a Raiderville committee is formed, it's going to feel less like this 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 Woodstockian gathering. Uh, and it's going to be... It's it's like when they tried to recreate Woodstock back in the 90s. Yes, it just it wasn't the same. No, because the, you were trying to... You were trying to artificially create this magic that sprang up naturally. Yeah. And that is, to say, the magic of Raiderville, which I don't necessarily buy into, but obviously, you know, 1,400 people do. I have to say, I, I have felt the magic multiple times. Uh, I mean, it's the magic of, of just seeing random stuff happen. <laughs> you know, just, just sitting in your tent doing homework, and then, you know, football flies by, and, you know, somebody gets run over by a bike. Uh, you know, it just... Stuff happens, uh-huh. and yeah. you, you're seeing it happening, and, and everybody reacting, and you know, word spreads throughout the community, and you get these these rumors going around, and you know, there's always there's always that tension, that anticipation about the game at every juncture. So it just uh, I don't know. I, I do feel the magic. Have we uh, yet mentioned the fact that we are actually sitting inside our tent that we are camping in and sleeping in? Tonight? Yeah, we're we're back and in. It's the- only a two little kid tent. Yeah, it's a two-person kitty tent that we bought at Walmart at 3 o'clock in the morning on Tuesday night for $12, and now four of us, including Jeff McKenzie, are all in here. So. I'll, I'll put it this way. I could not comfortably fit in this tent by myself. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, <laughs> That's how small this we're, is. We're back in the midget tent that we were in yesterday. Uh, what, what's that movie? Um, the uh, movie where there's the family of superheroes? The Incredibles. The Incredibles. Remember where Mr. Incredible gets in his little car? Right? Yeah. yeah. That's what we look like in this tent. Yeah, pretty oh, much. Clowns in a tent. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a good episode here, so uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up on this one. Because Kevin um, is getting. Yeah, Kevin anxious. is getting a little cramped in here. <laughs> we'll be back for another Raiderville Diaries tomorrow, uh, the last day on Halloween. And, uh, and one more, yeah. hopefully, on game day, right before we pack this thing up. Don't yeah. expect me here for that. I'm not leaving my apartment <laughs> <Yeah>. Saturday. <laughs> but we will, we will have Raiderville citizens here for sure. Oh, and I do want to mention that we will have a special guest, hopefully, on the show on Saturday. A guy, uh, Jeff, um, Jeff Pratt. I, just, I'm, I haven't slept in the last... Uh, like what is it almost 24 hours now yes so um, I'm really tired but Jeff Pratt an amazing uh, man from Microsoft will be up here he's a tech alum he oh, will nice. be uh, visiting. Are you going to get him on the show? He's an awesome tech guy. He said he wants to hang out Saturday. Well, that that's... Dude, hey, we... if we could get him on this, <laughs> thumbs up for Slurpees. Exactly. Thumbs up for Slurpees. Thumbs up for Slurpees. And Slurpees. until next time, Wreck'em Tech. Yeah, Wreck'em Tech. Badphilosophy.com It is going to be a thing.